Hello and welcome to today's edition of the Business Excellence Podcast. My name is Rail Bricker coming to you from Perth, Western Australia. And with me, as usual, my co-host from Brisbane, Australia, Lindsay Adams. Hello and welcome. For a value added extra, excellencepodcast.com has heaps of free resources for you to download. That is excellencepodcast.com. And today our guest is Jeff Perutka from San Diego in the United States. Welcome, Jeff. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Now, Jeff is the founder and CEO of Pro Marketing. Try saying that quickly three times. Um, Jeff, what's what's Pro Marketing all about? What's the core of your business? Uh, yeah, so Pro Marketing, um, at its core, we help great storytellers tell their story and be heard by a larger audience. Um, more specifically, um, we're an SEO agency. We basically focus on building companies' um, organic search traffic, which is kind of that big foundation um, that really, you know, brings in more and more clients and customers um, and real, really just eyes on their websites. Um, so day in and day out, we help people with their websites. Cool. Okay, Jeff. So so I'm going to step back one step because um, it, it intrigued me to know where people's names of their businesses come from. And I guess the same part of that is how important is the name to mean anything? So, so Pro, you know, where does it come from? And, and it's great. It's four letters. It's easy to remember, you know, wh- wh- what, what's the story behind that? Um, yeah. So I don't, Pro, one of the things about Pro is I'm still trying to really find that meaning for myself. Um, it's kind of one of those names that pretty much came to me in almost in dreamlike format. Um, you know, one of the main requirements was I wanted something that was really easy to say. So poor kind of rolls off the tongue, um, something that, you know, people will remember, but also very short at the same time. Um, because kind of one of the things with SEO best practice is you want to really have a small, short name, um, short URL. Um, so that was, uh, kind of where we came up before. So Jeff, you're only, um, <clears throat> compared to rail and myself, we're a couple of registered old blokes. You're fairly young. Um, what gave you the idea to be an entrepreneur at such a young age? I mean, a lot of people go and get a job, they go to university or college, as you call it, go get a job, get some experience, and then, you know, somewhere down the track they go off on their own. But you, you pretty much jumped into this boots and all. Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I would say my family is – I come from a real entrepreneurial family. Um, on my mom's side, my mom's dad uh, kind of owned his own business down here in Hawaii. He was an eye doctor, um, kind of had his own firm with many branches. Um, on my dad's side, he actually kind of came to America uh, from the Czech Republic and um, ended up starting his own company. Um, so I just kind of had that entrepreneurial upbringing. And um, while I was in college, I was studying marketing. Um, I actually had a startup that I was basically working on all of college um, for about three years. It was uh, basically it was a SaaS company where an iPhone an iPhone app, um, kind of in the machine learning AI space. And then right when COVID hit, um, everything kind of went south. And I was in this scramble um, to really figure out what I wanted to do in a few months. Um, That was my senior year, you know, graduation with that job market. Um, I basically decided to go the freelancer route. Um, I was working at a marketing agency previously, so I had some skill set in SEO. Um, so it made sense for me to kind of, you know, pursue that. 
um, really stick to my craft and excel and learn more about it. Um, and then it got to the point where I said, hey, you know, it really makes sense if I, you know, start my own firm and uh, kind of go from there and the rest is history. So let me ask you about SEO. Okay, so the core of your business is is SEO. And, you know, mo- a lot of people, you mention SEO and they take a deep breath and go, I get 22 emails every day from somebody telling me they can get me organic reach and organic search engines and and all these things. Well, well, what what makes it different? You know, what what makes a good SEO business? What 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 do they do differently to the 20 emails I get a day of people saying I looked at your website and I can make it better? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, great question. So one thing about SEO um, you know, why it's really, really important for any business is it's sort of the, the way I describe it is it's the Rolls Royce of traffic. Um, because when it comes to search traffic, you have, you know, social traffic, um, paid advertising traffic, but SEO is really one of those. Um, it's basically a consistent traffic source that comes to your website consistently each month, converts really high rates, um, you know, visits many pages, all those really good Google metrics that people are chasing. Um, what makes a good SEO, um, better? Um, then the other SEOs out there is that, um, you know, Google's algorithm, it's not a stagnant algorithm. It's constantly changing um, almost on a week by week basis. Um, so what used to work last year in SEO isn't, you know, working so much today or Google is more favoring um, certain things. Um, so, I mean, with that being said, you know, back in the day, people used to, for example, just jam keywords into some of their content so that they could rank and populate for more keywords. Um, nowadays, Google is um, kind of going more user-friendly um, route. Um, so they're really trying to go towards natural practices um, and just make the user experience on the web um, just a whole lot better. Um, so I would say, you know, what definitely matters nowadays is just the competence of the SEO um, and the degree to which they are a student of the art of SEO. So, so can I can I stand that a bit and ask you a question? So. We constantly on our on our website for this podcast, excellencepodcast.com. Um, but but in the in the package that we're using to to run the, the website, they ask for you know 400 characters for SEO. Mm-hmm. And I was told that exactly what you've said, you know, don't just shove keywords in there, actually put in proper sentences. Mm-hmm. You know, is that where the algorithms are going now? That it, that it that it needs to read properly, and, and it's not just people shoving in four hundred characters worth of keywords. Yeah, yeah, it definitely it needs to read. Um, the algorithms are smarter than ever nowadays. Um, you know, one thing that I would say that a lot of websites don't currently use. Um, that's kind of a new new tool to really do exactly what you just said was a keyword density checker. Um, basically, you know, we take kind of the contents of a website. And run it through this keyword density checker and it'll basically generate and say hey you know this specific key phrase is showing up five percent of the time um well five percent of the time that's considered keyword stuffing so google might penalize us um so you want to you know stay between that 1.7 to three percent range um so just things like that um it's always good to be weary of just best practices when it comes to google and now is google i mean so, so, you know, 15 years ago, we, in, our, in my financial services business, were heavy users of 
ad words and, and long tail words, etc., for lead generation. That whole market has shifted. It, would it be fair to say that that market has shifted from the paid search to the to the organic search? Um, I would say so. Um, the way that you know I describe it um, to many uh, many people out there is you know there's good there's good and um, bad to both you know paid media and SEO. Um, I would say that SEO is one of those things that you know it's that foundation. Um, the big difference is with paid ads. It's uh, you know you pay for the traffic, the traffic's there. Um, but once the money's gone, the traffic's gone. Whereas SEO, it's more you pay now. Um, you know, it's not an overnight sort of deal. It does take many months to see those results. But once you get to that level, that's a permanent traffic solution. Um, so one of the things about SEO also is it just helps site wide. So if you do SEO, it's going to help with your paid ads. It's going to help with your social media uh, and so forth. So great tips. I want to circle back to the beginning though for a sec. Um, you've you've started uh, a couple of businesses. Tell us, and we were talking earlier about your first business. Share with our listeners what happened there. Um. Yeah. So that was yeah that was a really crazy period of my life. Um. Basically, I was starting this iPhone app. Um. It was a team of five, and um, we all had really really great ideas. Constantly, you know, fostering collaboration. Um, you know, solving some really, really complicated problems that I couldn't have done by myself. Um, and it was just a really great environment. Um, but then COVID hit um, and it was it was crazy because I was kind of in this, you know, mindset where, hey, you know, I'm going to graduate college. You know, we're going to go get funded, um, you know, maybe move to San Francisco and kind of, you know, do this as a full time job. And, you know, I would say probably about two to three months before graduation when COVID really started um you know, coming down, our team basically split um, and kind of rattled all of our cages in a um, really impactful way. Um, so yeah, we all kind of went our separate ways. Uh, you know, most of my team um, pretty much, you know, ended up getting actual uh, jobs. And um, I basically, you know, it was probably a two to three month period where I was like, all right, I need to figure out what I'm going to do. Um, and then, yeah, I just started pursuing SEO. So I guess it's about being nimble on your feet and being open to opportunities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <clears throat> what's the importance of um, of giving back? Um, you know, we talked about some of the experiences you've had with your family and friends, um, and I think that would be interesting for our listeners. Talk about that for a sec for us. Um, yeah, I think giving back is definitely important with business. Um, I think, you know, anytime you know, um, there's a company that's, you know, making money. It's always good to make an impact. Um, I'm a huge believer in that. Um, while I was in college, I was actually, um, kind of the philanthropy chair, um, in this organization that I was a part of. And, um, we actually ended up, uh, kind of breaking the school record. Um, I think we raised $37,000 for breast cancer awareness, um, okay. which was really, really great. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I think just giving back as a whole is, is just very, very important. I mean, it's 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 really heartwarming for me um, to hear young people, you know, kind of and, and and looking at things and you know, in preparing for this podcast, you know, one of the comments you sort of made was, well, you know, when I've made a lot of money, these are what the organisations, and we'll come to that in a minute, but but it's really heartwarming 
to see young people who have got one eye on making money and one eye on what they can do with it besides the Ferrari and the house in Maui. Wait a minute, you've got the house in Maui already, or the family have. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you know, w- what advice would you give to people and what, you know, about that, that, that philosophy of, of, of abundance? You know, if you create something, you can share it with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's definitely one of the things that uh, a lot of people realize is, you know, once you have money, um, you know, it's, you might as well share it with other people, you know, you might as well um, use that to really make a difference in the world. And I think that's just a, you know, big thing that a lot of people don't realize. And um, I think, you know, now more than ever, um, you know, the world kind of needs people. And um, I think it's just very important. So if, if you had a million bucks, and uh, your philanthropic or your philanthropic outlook, what mm-hmm. would you do with that money? Who would you look after? Who would you support? Um, yeah, so I would definitely donate it to a nonprofit that would support ALS um, just because I have had, um, you know, family that was impacted by ALS. So I really got to see kind of the um, catastrophe and, you know, some of uh, basically just, you know, how cruel of a disease it was. And I think, um, you know, that's definitely something that kind of sticks with me. And, um, yeah, I think ALS research would be where I would donate that to. Now, there's been a lot of work actually in Australia because there have been a few high-profile uh, football people in the football community, mm-hmm. uh, and one of them particularly, like you know, a, a well-known coach was struck down with ALS, and um, a lot of the footballers, um, like you know, like US Gridiron, you know, Australian Rules. Um, is very much a family and very much a very passionate sport. And a lot of the players sort of knuckled down and did a lot of fundraising for ALS. Jeff, you've mentioned your background in terms of family and entrepreneurship in the family, um, European background. You mentioned something. Your father came from Czechoslovakia. Mm-hmm. Um you know, when was that? Was that after the war that he came to America? Uh, yeah, that was after the war. Okay. And what, I mean, besides the American dream, you know, was there another defining defining reason that your dad came from Eastern Europe? I mean, my background, my, my personal background is my family comes from Eastern Europe. So huh? um, I'm three quarters Lithuanian. So, so I, you know, I'm intrigued to hear people's stories, but my grandparents moved between the wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was uh, chasing the American dream. Um, yeah, he basically kind of just came to America um, without anything and basically kind of just made, made a name for himself, uh, started a company um, in Silicon Valley in San Francisco, and then uh, met my mom and kind of the rest is history. And now they live in Maui? Um, Oahu. So um, Oahu, sorry. Yeah, based in Oahu. Um, currently, yeah, back home visiting right now. So that, that's a great uh, uh, story for the American dream, you know, coming, coming with nothing and now living in Hawaii. I think that's great. Who, who besides your parents were your greatest mentors at this young age um, that have really inspired you? Um, I would say Steve Jobs would probably be one of kind of the biggest inspirational figures that I was really looking up to when I was starting both my companies. Um, I think I probably saw the movie Jobs like probably like a hundred times. Um, but you know, after reading the Steve Steve Jobs book, 
um, I think it kind of just really sparked something like really deep inside of me that, you know, um, really, really kind of motivated me to be very creative and to work, you know, harder than anyone else out there. I would say Steve Jobs and Tim Ferriss is another really good guy. Um, so I think um, The 4-Hour Work Week was another book that... Um, okay. Yeah. Great concepts. Do you know that Tim Ferriss is actually um, used to be a breakdancer? I've seen him at a conference doing breakdancing. Nothing to do with his four-minute work mm-hmm. week, but mm-hmm. anyway. Um, I, I My job in this uh, podcast is to keep an eye on the time, Jeff, and sadly we are out of it. So if our listeners wanted to get in touch with you, where what's the best way for them to do that? Um, Yeah, just check me out on LinkedIn. Uh, that's Jeff. Uh, J-E-F-F-P-E-R-O-U-T-K-A. I'm pretty active on LinkedIn, actively posting um, articles also on LinkedIn. Um, if you check out my bio, um, I have a Calendly link on there. Um, I'm offering a free 15-minute consultation. Um, connect with me, say what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, mention that you know, you're listening to this podcast and um, you know, I'll hook you up. <laughs> That's great. Thank you very much, Jeff. Thank you for being our guest. Um, I love the fact that on our podcast we have we 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 have you know this wide variety of ages, backgrounds, um, and amazing people from around the world with that bring this this tapestry of richness to our listeners. And and Lindsay and I in 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 building this podcast up have really tried to to put that in as part of our our mantra in building things. So thank you very much, Jeff. Thank you to my co-host, Lindsay. This is Rail Bricker signing off for another edition of the Business Excellence Podcast with a reminder to pop along to excellencepodcast.com for your free downloadable resources, including the 48-page book, Building Excellence, that will help you on your journey to building your excellence in your life and your business.